Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Hey, uh, Aaron, have you got those gloom and doom articles ready for the show? Yes, sir. I got them ready right here. Okay, here's your first one. I'm going to pull it up for you. Okay, here's one on the baby food shortage, the crisis of the baby food. Oh, <laughs> well, that doesn't really affect us. What's the next one you yeah. got there? Okay, I uh, found another one talking about how high these gas prices are going up, uh, gas price increases. Oh, now, that one affects me going back and forth from Louisville to Bowling Green. What else you got yeah. there, gloom and doom stuff going on? Well, finally, I got this one right here. It's actually a video clip. I'm going to play it for you real quick. Okay, you ready? Oh, yeah, let it roll. Okay. Ava, let me start with you. When you take a look at today's leg lower, albeit very mild compared to the selling action that we saw yesterday, but certainly there has been a lot of fear creeping back into the market. Where do you think we're heading from here? Well, unfortunately, there's no safe haven. Whew. No safe haven anywhere. Man, Tony, tell me you got an answer for this. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. It's called the Fear and Greed Index. It's an index that is supposed to tell hardworking savers like you and I how much we should be in fear and when we are supposed to be greedier. And while I, for one, do not put much stock in some random index that tells me how much to be in fear and how greedy I need to become, of course, to keep from losing my money, I do put a lot of stock in the fact that no matter where you turn these days, talk radio, news shows on TV, the evening nightly news, and yes, the internet and that dreaded social media, all one tends to hear is how much we should be miserable and live in more and more fear. Well, why is this? Why in the world would so many people who obviously are living in fear or guilty over what they've got want to make others feel the same miserable way as they do? It's a good question and one that I ask myself all the time. Why all the constant gloom and doom news and forecasts? And how does one constantly looking at the glass as half empty encourage savers to be worry-free in retirement. Well, today I've got some good news as I explain how our philosophy at Tony Walker Financial will help you see the glass as half full instead of half empty, and how our five-step process called the Worry-Free Retirement and our split IRA concept will give you more joy and more confidence in your financial future. So sit back, turn off the gloomers and doomers, wait just a few minutes as we get ready to start and learn how we can take those emotions of fear and greed and put them into neutral. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before I share with you how to be more worry-free about your life and your money, let me introduce to you in the studios here on this May 24th, 2022, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you this morning? I'm doing very well. And uh, as we prepared this show, I know we always meet you, myself, Derek. I know Mary Beth is out today, but just kind of the tenor and the tone of this topic. Um, I, am, I, am I being a little 
over dramatic here or overemphasis. Is there the, really that much gloom and doom news out there right now, do you think? Uh, okay, for me personally, I would say, yeah. Uh, it, it really just kind of depends on, I think, where you are in life, you know? I mean, some of the things, you know, in, you know, in our intro, we talked about, you know, the, the baby food shortage and how that's a crisis for some people, but I wouldn't say that's a crisis for you know, 60-year-olds who have 40-year-old kids. I mean, I don't think that's a problem, but it might be a problem for the 40-year-old kids who have two-year-old kids, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm past that point in my life. You know, I have three kids. I have, you know, uh, an 11-year-old son and a five- and three-year-old daughters. So I'm, I'm past the baby food. So if there's a shortage, it's not really affecting me that much. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I think about gas prices. Um, I do a lot of driving. So, yeah, um, back and forth from Louisville to Bowling Green over to Lexington, you know, with have three offices. I notice it. I mean, I, and I use premium in my car, but still, um, I had to drive, do a lot of driving the other day. It, fill, it took $84 to fill up my tank. And by the time I finished driving over two days, I had to fill it up again. So, I mean, just in two days, that's 160, 170 bucks. That's $84. Huh? So that's why I didn't get paid last week. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes sense now. All right. Well. Yeah, we were going to talk. Yeah. So let's, let's get to that point. So I would say <laughs> back to your three kids. I'm just thinking about that. I've got three kids, but they're pretty much all out of the household. So, yeah, I'd say the cost of living. Um, the things you have to buy them at, for those kids, I'd say it's probably been a noticeable difference uh, with all the inflation running rampant. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, there was a there was a joke I saw online the other day, and you know, the funny thing about funny jokes is there's a little bit of truth in them. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know the the joke said something about you got a three or four percent raise, great inflation's up 7.8% or you know something yeah. like that, and I thought, well, there's a little bit of truth to that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, something. So, yeah, I guess the theme today, folks, is this gloom and doom news and why it seems to just rob our joy and why, especially in the world of finance, we're going to find this out today, how the financial world, I, I think, just kind of manipulates people with this idea and this notion of what something is worth, how much money you've made or subsequently, as we record this show again in May with the stock market going down, assuming you had a bunch of money in the stock market, how much money you lost. And what I've found in dealing with more than 15,000 Sabres over the past 38 years, I think we're having, Aaron, the wrong conversation. And I think a lot of these gloomers and doomers out there that tend to rob our joy, they tend to get us focusing on the things that are sometimes just out of our control, like inflation, rather than focusing on the things we can control. So, of course, the last couple of episodes where I had on my favorite nephew and favorite son-in-law to talk about just control and questions, and um, I think that's the biggest question I'm coming into, Aaron, is, you know, people will ask me, well, what do you think is going to happen to the stock market? Or do you think I'll have enough money to retire? And, and those are legitimate questions, but as we're going to find out today, uh, when you really are dealing with somebody like myself that's done retirement planning this long and worked with this many savers, and more importantly, been able to watch all of these savers' lives play it out as they get into retirement, I think you're going to find out, folks, that there's not as much gloom and doom out there as you think. And the key to a worry-free retirement is, first of all, you got to find somebody that understands the world of retirement, like us at Tony Walker Financial. But more importantly, you have to get a game plan, something you can monitor that's realistic. And then moving forward, understanding that all these ebbs and flows and gains and losses really are fairly irrelevant. So when I come back, 
we're going to kind of go through a little quiz session, Aaron, and kind of talk about the idea of what is something really worth? How much money did you make or how much money did you lose? And why those terms a lot of times really throw off savers and create unnecessary worry and add to the gloom and doom mix. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Getting ready to roll over your 401k to an advisor you barely know? Are they just going to invest your money or do they actually have experience in retirement planning? Well, here's my advice. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Get a written game plan from an experienced retirement planning firm that has created more than 5,000 written game plans. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started button. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement uh, Retirement Planning Specialist and Fiduciary, Tony Walker here. And we are talking uh, in the lead of our show, the idea of gloom and doom, but I wanted to reference this um, fear and greed, that's greed, G-R-E-E-D, index. Uh, with us in the studio is America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. And I know uh, Derek for our TV show has been working on this graphic, but what do you think when you see that graphic? I know you saw it and we were talking about it in the marketing meeting. I got to be honest, I didn't even know it was a real thing until <laughs> like you look like till we looked it up and started researching for the show here. I mean, when you said fear and greed index, I just kind of thought, "Oh, that's kind of a cool like saying you just came up with, Tony. Okay, cool." And then I started googling it and it's like, "Oh, this is a real thing." Okay. And yeah, to me, it's odd because if you look at the past indices, wherever they get this information, like roughly a year and a half ago, uh, the greed index was up. No, the fear index was up. Then the greed went up. So when the greed index goes up, the fear goes the other way. So I'm not really sure. I've tried to read about it. I don't know. I just think it's kind of goofy. I think what, what I worry about folks in the financial world is the truth is that the financial world does play on people's fears. So what happens is many people come to me and when you're fearful, that's a terrible time to make financial decisions. Uh, obviously, I guess if you get greedy, um, uh, that kind of can happen. So let me explain what I think's gone on with the stock market over the last two years. So let's, let's go back to the pandemic, Aaron. The pandemic, right, you know, March or so of 2020, the stock market was pretty high, okay? I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but it was pretty high. As soon as the pandemic hit, it pretty much crashed, right? Right. So there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of emotions going on. I'm sure that when people even called us, you know, we manage a lot of money with our Charles Schwab platform. Uh, it concerned me. Yeah, we had a pandemic. The market went down. There was a lot of fear. Um, but I'm not sure where the greed came in. There was when it dropped quite a bit. There was a few people that got pretty greedy and said, hey, okay, this is, I guess, where they're talking about the greed meter. Is now time to buy, right? So... That's called market timing. So it could be, and we had some clients that wanted us to put more money in the market. And guess what? The market did go up and their sense of greed or emotions worked. They made some money. They made money. money. Yeah. However, that greed in 08, let me tell you what happened in 08. And I'm seeing some of the signs here. So this is why we don't tell people to try to time the market. I remember in 08 to 09, Aaron, I mean, the market started going down like this. And people came to me and said the same thing. Hey, is this a good time to buy stocks? Are they on sale? I remember that was the term. 
Well, I'm not going to tell them to do that. I said, I don't know. You know, be careful there. Well, guess what? People bought more money, put more in the stock market. It went down even more. See, that's the greed index. And then I guess if we're using this fear greed index, it turned to more fear, kind of like, oh my gosh, what have I done? So this is happening right now as we record this show in May of 2022. I mean, the market has gone down quite a bit this year. And there's a lot of fear out there for the first time I've seen in a long time. Bonds, even this has never happened with us when stocks have gone down. Usually bonds go up. Bonds are going down. So there's a lot of fear there. Well, it's okay. What do I, where do I put my money? I've always had stocks and bonds. Now everything's tanking. And in comes our proposal to people, which is called the split IRA concept, which we've been using for years. And while it does include stocks and bonds and mutual funds, a big piece of that puzzle. And again, folks, this is a retirement planning show for savers. We're not catering our message to investors and speculators. So you might as well turn the radio on to something else because this information is not going to be useful to you. But if you're a saver, more concerned about the return of your money than on it, this is why years ago I began implementing fixed annuities inside that split IRA. And Aaron, um, just like happened in 08, just like now, those fixed annuities, fixed interest annuities, fixed index annuities, everything is tanking, right? Guess what? We haven't lost a penny. In fact, we have some short-term annuities that you all might be interested in listening to this. Uh, where these are, I'd say flying off the shelf. That sounds kind of hokey, but they really are. Where we're taking some of people's money, again, some of it that they want to safeguard. And again, as of the date of this show, these rates will change, but we're able to get fixed interest annuities guaranteed for three years, folks. These rates are guaranteed and the principal's guaranteed, obviously backed by the claims paying ability of the insurance companies. But Right now, anywhere from 3.35 to somewhere up into 3.5%, and that's guaranteed. So there are things you can do, folks. So when we listen to that audio, play that audio clip again, Aaron, if you would, uh, regarding the safe, there are no safe havens or whatever. Ava, let me start with you. When you take a look at today's leg lower, albeit very mild compared to the selling action that we saw yesterday, but certainly there has been a lot of fear creeping back into the market. Where do you think we're heading from here? Well, unfortunately, there's no safe haven. Well, yeah, if you're an investor or speculator and you're trying to figure out where to invest money and everything's tanking, I guess that's an accurate statement. There are no safe havens. Then the gloom and doom starts and then the worry starts and the fear starts. And then the greed might set in because now you're, you know, you maybe invested something really crazy trying to earn it all back. But what I would say is that's inaccurate. And so that's my point, folks. Many of you are listening to people that do not gear their message. They do not gear their investment strategies towards savers. So I would say there's all kinds of safe havens for your money out there. Now, back to the greed part. Are you going to earn, you know, a gajillion dollars on these safe products? Well, of course you're not. That's, you know, you got to remember risk and reward go hand in hand. Safety and security means you're not going to earn as much, but you're going to keep more of your money. So if you're sitting there right now and you're really perplexed with all the gloom and doom, and now you're hearing a guy talk about the good news of safe havens are there and you can earn a decent return on your money at Tony Walker Financial, we have a lot of those products. We need to talk. So all you have to do if you'd like to set up a what we call a free 10-minute fiduciary phone call with myself or one of our trained salaried fiduciaries, uh, all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. You're going to click on that Let's Get Started button and uh, just click on the 10-minute uh, uh, phone chat. Or if you just want to give us a call right now, and even if it's over the weekend, our answering service will let us know and we'll call you back first thing Monday morning. But our phone number to chat is 877 
877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. So when I return, what we're going to do, me and Aaron are going to play a little game. I'm going to set the stage and we're going to really dive into this concept of what is something worth and have you made money in the stock market or have you lost money in the stock market? And again, why those terms have nothing to do with a worry-free retirement. I'm Tony Walker. You are listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. With the uncertainty of the stock market, now may be the best time to consider moving your 401k to safer territory. To talk to me at no cost or obligation, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Ornder, and I just wanted to remind you, in case you're just now tuning into the show, you can listen to the show in its entirety at soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And all you gotta do is just go there, and up there in the search bar, just type in the Worry-Free Retirement. Click search and bam, there you go. You're gonna see our awesome bobblehead. Just click on that, and not only can you listen to this episode, you can listen to all of our past radio episodes. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Okay, Aaron. So we'll kind of play a little game here. When I say something is worth something, does that, what, what does that even really mean to you? Like I say, you know, this uh, laptop here, it's worth $2,000. Worth $2,000. Okay. That, that mean? means that you could, to me, that means you could sell it for $2,000. Okay. Very good. Okay. So, who puts the va cuz this is a used laptop okay who puts the value on that well before you answer that question let's use an example so let's say i think it's worth 2000 for whatever reason i'm on ebay looking for laptops similar to this and someone is selling a laptop just like mine for $3000 so the question is now because someone is selling a, a laptop for $3000 is mine worth $3000 yeah. So why, why do you say that? Well, because it's the same thing. It's the same product. It has all the same features. It does all the same things. Okay, very good. So theoretically then, in my mind, I've already made $1,000 because I paid $2,000 and I thought it was worth two, so it's worth three, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's say the next day, for whatever reason, I go on eBay, I see the same laptop exactly for sale, but it's worth $1,000. How much is my laptop worth? Okay, you said yours is worth 2,000. But this one was three, now it's worth one, which is the same model. Does that mean mine's worth 1,000? Yeah, that means it's gone down in value. So let's think about this. So what I saw on the internet, the similar, you know, on eBay, my laptop made $1,000 on paper, because that's what it's worth. And then overnight, for whatever reason, because apparently laptops aren't worth as much, uh, now that it's worth a thousand, I just lost. Well, went from two thousand to three thousand down to one thousand. I lost two thousand dollars, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. All right. Now my home. Well, this is a big issue now. All right. I paid. Boy, I, this comes up a lot because a lot of our clients are in this situation here and being retired. 
I paid 200,000. I had a buddy the other day that told me about this. 200,000 for a home 10 years ago. It was worth 200,000 because that's what I paid for it, right? That was a fact. Right. Okay. He's, and I'll, yeah, I'll use him. I'll call him Jim. Jim recently sold this home 10 years later. Now this was down in Tennessee. Okay. For $550,000. Now that was money in his pocket. So he did make, what was that? 330,000 or whatever that is. That is yeah. true. He made it cause he put the, okay. So now his buddy hears about Jim selling his house for 530. They have the same exact home in the same neighborhood. So all of a sudden he says, well, my house is worth 530,000. Would he be correct? No. What's the difference between those two people? Cause they got the exact same houses. Jim sold his for 530 in the neighborhood. Pete will call him, has not sold his house, but now he's saying my house is worth 530 also. So you're asking what's the difference between the houses? Is he correct? Is it worth 530,000? Uh, no, I mean, uh, Okay, like you said just a minute ago, on paper, yeah, they would be worth the same. There you go. Bingo. Okay. So hang with me, folks. We're getting some here. So my friend Jim literally made $330,000. He bought the home for two hundred. dollars He sold it. He got a check for five thirty. dollars So we know that Jim made three hundred thirty. dollars Now, his buddy Pete, because he just watched Jim sell his house, and he's got the same one on paper, you are correct, Aaron. It is worth five hundred thirty thousand. But here's the question: Has he really made three hundred thirty thousand? Why is that? Why has he not made three hundred thirty thousand? No, because he hasn't sold it. He hasn't yet. sold it. Right. So, so think about this, folks. With technology, this is what's crazy. Let's stop here at the homes. What can you do now, right now, Aaron, just for the fun of it? If you wanted to see online what your home's worth, what website could you go to to find out about that? And it Zillow or yeah, something? Zillow. Yeah. Okay. So remember the eBay example. Sure. So you could go to Zillow right now and as best you could, let's say you found the exact same home in your neighborhood and it sold, you could immediately in your mind say, Hey, look, I, I've made money on my home. I only paid 200. Zillow says it's worth 400 because it was just sold. I've made $200,000. Would that be accurate? Sure. On paper. On sure. paper but it wouldn't be accurate in your pocket. No, no, you don't have that money yet. Yeah, okay, good, now we're getting somewhere. I've got a comic book at home that's worth about $1,000, but it's not a $1,000 bill sitting in there in the, in the file cabinet. Bingo, it's still on paper. So before I get to this last issue, and this is the big issue, folks, because this deals directly with the value of your 401k, what you think it's worth, what you think you've made, what you think you've lost on that 401k, and what that has to do with retirement planning. All right, so I'm gonna give you an exact example of a client we had recently that was thinking about moving money to Tony Walker Financial. Now, I'll change it up a little bit here, but um, so Aaron, bear with me. Now we gave the example of the laptop, what it was worth, fluctuating value, whether you made money, whether you lost money. We just went through the home situation, whether you made money or lost money. Now we're getting to this whole concept of what something is worth on paper versus in your pocket. All right. So this young lady was thinking about moving money over roughly a year and a half ago, came to us and said, you know what? Uh, this has gone up to, I'll change, I'll make it 200,000, but I really don't want to move it over to y'all yet into a safer territory because I think the market's going to go up some more. And guess what? She was right. She left it there in the market at the roughly at the end of last year on paper. Here's the key. It went from 200 to 300,000. So in her mind, she made $100,000 by waiting. 
On paper, would she be accurate? Sure. Okay. But it's on paper. On paper, on yes, paper. she's right. She made 100000 Now, but she didn't call us. We talked to her. She said, I'm going to let it ride and see what it does. We just talked to her the other day. In her mind, this is what she said, I just lost all my money. And we said, ma'am, what are you talking about? She said, I've only got $200,000 in there. It lost, okay, from December, whenever it was, $100,000. I lost $100,000. And I kind of laughed. I said, ma'am, let's slow down just a minute. Remember a year and a half ago, didn't you have $200,000 in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened? Well, I made $100,000, right? She left it in there, the 401k. And I said, so now you're saying you've lost $100,000 because it's back down to $200,000. Yeah, 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 I lost $100,000. I said, well, ma'am, let's think about this whole gyration, this whole roller coaster. You didn't make or lose anything. It was always on paper. The 200,000, whether it's 100, 200, 300. So this is a good rule of thumb, folks. If you're disagreeing with me right now, really bear with me because this is really important before I share with you why this is such good news. Those values that you see, whether it's you know eBay, Zillow, or yes, even when you look on the stock market exchange and see what the Dow's doing and the S&P doing, every bit of that, until, listen closely, until you convert that money to cash and put it in your pocket, every bit of that money out there is on paper. It is worth less. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. The most extreme example I could say is live well, die broke. Aaron, if you had $4 million in your 401k and it's worth $4 million and you croak the next day, what'd you make? Nothing. You made zero. <laughs> you didn't make anything. So which begs the question, folks, what is this thing called retirement planning? And what the financial world has duped you into thinking is retirement planning is stockpiling as much money as you can for as long as you can. You're not worried about risk. You're not worried about this. You're not worried about that. The goal is, is just to create and save and save and save. And this is utter nonsense. That's not what retirement planning is all about. Retirement planning is the same thing my granddad did when he started with Bell South in 1932 and retired in 1978. Retirement planning is the idea of working hard and saving hard for some point in time. In my granddad's situation, it was 1978 where you basically stop working for a paycheck and you take the money you've saved and you turn that into a paycheck so that you can use and enjoy the money you've saved. Otherwise, okay, think about this. Otherwise, if this game of retirement planning is just stockpiling a bunch of money and trying to figure out how to live off the interest or dividends and waking up, wringing your hands, wondering what the stock market did overnight, thinking you got to have, you know, a gajillion dollars when you're 90 years of age, when you might not even be here or, and not even able to spend the money. Folks, you're on the wrong track and you are going to worry. You're going to fall for all the gloom and doom news. You're going to continue to put your money at risk. And worst of all, as I see with so many of our clients, you possibly could wait too long to spend this money. So what do we do? What is our perspective and why is it so much different from the financial world that says just save and save and worry and you're not going to have enough money and man with inflation. Can you imagine right now, uh, Aaron, the, the news from the financial world is really you better not spend your money because of inflation, right? Right. Well, you can't spend your money now. Look at inflation. All the while they're holding on to your money, making money on your money. Well, of course they're going to tell you that, folks. I mean, that's like the fox guarding the hen house. They're not going to want you to enjoy your money. That takes money from them. So 
What we do, what we're different, it's a philosophy I came up with after watching people over the years, some 20 years ago, and I called it the three halves of life. And here's how life plays out, folks. The first half of life is where Aaron is right now. He's trying to raise kids. He's out of at least the baby formula stage, but he's still got kids to raise. He's trying to make a living. He's doing the best he can. As much as he'd probably like to plan for retirement, Aaron, are you really planning for retirement at this stage? Really and truly. Planning for it? Uh, yeah, sort of. Worried about it? Eh, not it's really. Not, not, not on not the top really. of mine. Okay. Yeah, not on the top of my head. And then you move into what I call halftime. Now, that's where we meet a lot of people. That's the people in their late 50s, early 60s. That's when you better start using and enjoying your money. And that's where we come into the picture. And then after halftime, at some point in your 70s or whenever, you're going to hit the second half. You're going to hit your stride where you're going to start spending less money. You're not going to travel as much. Your health may worsen. You may lose a spouse. Believe me, folks, this is how retirement planning plays out. So if you don't have a game plan, and more importantly, if you don't have a trusted advisor that truly understands retirement planning, who has worked with thousands of people and has a written game plan that can help you monitor your progress, my question is, why not? My name is Tony Walker, and for the past 38 years, I've helped thousands of savers worry less about money, and I'd like the opportunity to talk to you about our services to see if we can help you as well. To get started with us, it's simple. All you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started, or you can just give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. And remember, there's never a cost or obligation to visit with us. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you've enjoyed today's program, but you remember between now and the next time we talk, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.